Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast with me, Ian Luke-Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community and today I'm welcoming back Jeff Head to the show and we are going to be breaking down the shindig gig that LCI put on uh, just a couple of weeks ago and it's a really great chat that I'm excited to share with you. So the last episode of the podcast I gave you snippets from the show, audience interviews, performer interviews, and some actual little sound bites from what was happening on the stage. So if you haven't heard the episode yet, I suggest you go back and listen to that one before you listen to this one, because this week Jeff and I, we're just breaking down the show and giving our thoughts and insight into what was such a wonderful, positive experience. And I was breaking it down from my point of view as a performer, because I took part in it with the Oikers, and Jeff, he was there as an audience member and then he joined in in the audience jam at the end. So it's just us having a great chat about something that we love and about a night that we really, really enjoyed. So hopefully you'll enjoy uh, this conversation that we had. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We're even available on Amazon Podcasts, which means that you can ask Alexa to play the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and help get our name out there. It's now time to go off script and dig deep on the shindig. Okay, I am here with Jeff and we are going to be looking back at the shindig that happened. Uh, It was just over a week ago for us. If you're listening and you're a regular listener and you listened to last week's episode, that episode celebrated the shindig. We had interviews and live snippets from the show and Jeff and I were both there. I was there performing with the Oikers and Jeff was there in the audience and then uh, he joined in at the end in the jam, so we're just going to be breaking things down. But just before I do bring Jeff on, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone that is listening because we've now gone over 4,000 downloads of the show. And just, you know, it means so much to me because I love the show and I love what we have achieved over the year and the little journey that we've come on from the start to get to this point. And not only have we had that many downloads, so podcasting is weird because, you know, you can have a show that's got hundreds of thousands of downloads, but being a very low percentage of that type of podcast. But for this type of podcast in the the places that we are placed, we are actually in the top 2%, I learned, uh, of people that listen to this type of podcast about improv and stuff. So thank you very much. If you do listen to the show, I really appreciate it. And now uh, I'm going to bring Jeff in. Looking at you. Hiya, by the way. Well done. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thanks. I mean, while you're saying that, you know, you can see, but my mouth dropped open. <laughs> um, oh, that's that's amazing. I mean, it's brilliant anyway. You know, the the, the, the podcast is um, it's just been a revelation, I think. Um, you know, I know Andrew's, Ange Langley was listening to it in Tenerife on on her um, on a sunbed. She said so. Oh, she was excellent. Far far reaching. But yeah, that's brilliant. Well done. Uh, well, yeah, we'll get into the shindig in just a sec. But as we're speaking about the podcast, something came up, and it's that time of the year on Spotify where they do wrapped, and they're telling people like what you listen to and stuff. So, as a podcaster. Our podcast is on Spotify, so it gave me the Spotify stats 
now most of our listens don't come from Spotify, but quite a few of our listens do come from Spotify. But Spotify was telling me, oh, your show's been listened to here and there. And I was like, well, it's been listened to in Hong Kong. It's been listened to in like all these crazy places. I was like, who would have thought this little old show is getting listened to in all these uh, crazy places all over the world? Amazing. Well done. Far <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Yes. Um, so, yeah, if people that did listen to last week's show uh, are listening to this week's show, you will have heard the shindig and you'll have heard us there actually speaking to people. Jeff was on the show. We spoke to him in the interval and it was such a, a positive show. So Jeff and I are just going to have a chat about the show, what it was like to finally get back out in real life and, and perform. Yeah, I mean, I just enjoyed it so much. Um, it was just something that I was waiting for it was the next thing and i suppose you were feeling the same way um you know that emma was saying that she was going to do some shows at some point and yeah. i felt as though you know i was i was getting to the point where yeah yeah i, I could probably do an audience because obviously we're doing sort of sessions and drop-ins and things like that you sort of are playing to an invisible audience and nobody there especially during COVID or whatever so um, seeing seeing that from an audience point of view and from a player's point of view as well, yeah. I, I just thought it was amazing. Such a supportive atmosphere, wasn't it? Oh, it was great. From the moment I walked in, I, I could just feel this buzz in the air. And people, I think you could just feel how excited everyone was for the opportunity to perform to an audience again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I walked in um, about a quarter of an hour before the show started and obviously um, the broke, broken chair, the boss bears and the oikers, you were all sort of doing your, your warm-up. So when I walked mm. in, I think I had so much out. David Attenborough, coffee table. So <laughs> I just saw us wreck. So, oh, yeah, they started something. And then you were all in a little circle and, you, you know, you could see the atmosphere was electric. Everyone was really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, and then looking at the room above the fly in the loaf in, in, in Liverpool town, Liverpool one, um, you know, you, all the tape, all the chairs were all set out and everything. And I was like, oh, yeah. And they'd done the bar, they'd opened the bar as well, which is the first time I'd seen the bar open. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, I, I thought the atmosphere was, was brilliant. And, and the first thing that stood out to me when I walked in is, oh, it's the opposite way to how it is for the drop-in sessions. So yeah. where we yeah. normally sit and watch was actually the stage. And it made more sense because it was more stage-like. But instantly I was quite taken aback because I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's all wrong. It's the opposite way. Yeah, uh, yeah, because, I mean, I noticed that. And then I thought, well, hold on a minute. Soft ollies. The, um, the place that we were, we were like sort of, and the stage was carpeted, and then the other other point one isn't you know on the on the yeah, um, like a little dance floor in the drop-in sessions or whatever. So you're thinking, duh, yeah, why didn't they know? You so why didn't they guess? So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it it was just seeing everyone coming in and then saying, oh yeah, there's there's some of the new ones and there's some people that I haven't seen for a while. And obviously, the Oikers were all like sort of fired up because it was your first. Yeah. So it's a real in-person show and everything, you know, so, um, and everyone with a bit between the teeth and just talking to people beforehand, it was just, um, everyone was feeling the same. Yeah, so there was a real mix in the crowd. There was lots of 
new people because there were lots of the people that are doing the current beginners course lci there were people there just supporting partners and things that were taking part or friends that uh, weren't necessarily um into improv that much or had been to shows and then there were seasoned sort of audience members that have been supporting improv for a long time and family that are always at gigs and things like that and then there's lots of people that have discovered improv over the last year or so so it was their first gig so it wasn't my very first in-person gig but it was my first one with the oikers and Mm. yeah there was just so much positivity in the room i think i think the funny thing for me was as well um you know i'd be going oh, and who's that over there and who's that and then someone say name i go i've seen them on facebook <laughs> <laughs> you know there's like sort of there's a flow chart you just see all sorts of different you know little yeah. spikes off all oh, right yeah i think she's been a, a suggestion on facebook for a friend for me you know because obviously she's not probably mutual friends of yeah. yourself maybe i don't know and so the order of the show was a broken chair and then the oikers and then it was an interval and then it was boss birds and then uh, a jam where anyone in the audience could put their name down and get involved so let's just sort of break it down and we'll go from the start of the show so emma introduced the show and then broken chair started so let's get your take on on broken chair i've um, i've seen broken broken chair sort of on, uh, I don't know whether it'd been like on a, a, it was on a YouTube or something like that. I think I saw a, a snippet, but um, there was five of them. I think it was the five or four of them. Um, and obviously they do those brilliant um, posters, don't they, where they cut yeah. paste the posters. You know, so it looks real, their faces on the post, on movie posters on Chairs Day. Anyway, um, yeah. They started off um, with like a, a suggestion and just literally went into it and we're doing like two person scenes. And um, from the off, you could just see how well they were together. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the like sort of the, the gifting and the listening, uh, the characterization as well. And yeah. the editing, I thought, was really good. The editing came at the right time. Oh, yeah. Spot on. Um, you know, I mean, Ange, Ange Langley's really, really funny with their, with their characters. And I think they were good with object work as well. They did, they did around a bath, didn't they, at one point? And yeah. I, I noticed, because, you know, that's something that we've been dwelling into lately, that, you know, um, like I've done a couple, gone a couple of times, someone said, you walked into the door, <laughs> you, know, the, um, <laughs> the, you know, the imaginary door. Yeah. So they walked around the bath and everything, and then it sort of sets the scene for the audience. That, yeah, I think that's one really good thing that I, I got, well, there was loads of things, but that was one of the first things. So I thought, ah, object works really good. I think what stood out to me straight away was there was only four of them, yet yeah. it didn't matter. They, they put on this great show. Like The first time I saw Broken Chair was my first proper night seeing um, improv comedy. And, and Well, my first opportunity to see any long form was Broken Chair. And there, there was quite a few of them in that performance, but for various reasons, there was only the four of them at the shindig. But what they did it felt like there were loads of them because it did. Yeah. yeah, it definitely, yeah the way that they right. tied it all together was so clever. <laughs> so well done. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there, there just seemed to be, you know, they kept the theme 
through and um you know with, with all the different different characters as you say there was four but there could have been 44 there yeah in you know and um i think angie was really good at doing the sweep edits you know running running across the stage which edits the scene and and then so sort it of gives the audience well that's the closure for that scene and then someone comes on um and yeah you could you could see the way it was developing and there was a lot of ah right okay that's where it's going now ah, yeah. i have to fall back to there you know uh, what i loved is when the edits happen like sometimes the edit happening when the edit happens is hilarious yeah <laughs> and that gets gets a laugh just because it's been edited at that particular point makes it funny yeah I think that there is a, a real um, skill or thought process behind the edit, and you'd think it would just be just a run, run past or whatever. But it's knowing when the scenes are there, the jokes landed. There's a there's a um, sort of a, a bit of a cliffhanger, yeah, or you know that it's run its scene, it's run its its term really. Yeah, I think. You know, editing on a high is, is what gets said a lot. Yeah. And I yeah. think what I learned from the shindig is it's a lot easier to work out when that moment is in person than when you're doing it on Zoom, when everyone's sat with their mic off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, they do that sort of that crossover, like a sort of an X Factor thing, but a crossover and a cross back, don't they? Yeah. You know, and that's a scene, and that you know, and that's it. But I think the actual running, or we've let like sworn edits as well. That's a that's a good one. Um, and I think I don't know how the boss birds did one of them, uh, but you know, it's it's one where say you're talking, say you're two beekeepers, and then you go, oh, the, oh my god, the bees have escaped, and then you you um you the, the other members of the, the group run on and zzz and start oh, yeah. and then. The two people who were in the scene, you know, and start spinning off, and then it's it's really really good. It's a good like visual for the for the audience, and you know something a bit wacky and different. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, I think um, with regards to the the actual conclusion of broken broken chair, it was it was brilliant because it all, I think it brought it all together really really well. Yeah. Didn't they? Yeah, oh, massively, and and that I think that's the the real skill. It, it's doing everything you've done, and then bringing it to a conclusion that is satisfying and sort of makes sense for the audience. Yeah, yeah, and all the way through as well, there was the whooping, the support, the laughing. You yeah. know, what I mean, um, sometimes I have to control my laughing, you know, on Zoom and stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah and i think that's what really stuck out to me about the night in general it's it's the encouraging laughter because when we do all these things on zoom you get it gets celebrated afterwards when you're doing the shows on zoom Uh, but you know everyone's got their cameras up it's different when you're doing like the drop-ins on zoom because people do have their their mics on and, and can laugh through scenes but when when we've done the live shows online, everyone has their mics off. So 
you just don't know if, if things are hitting the way that you're hoping they're hitting. Yeah, yeah, because I've been obviously in the, the audience when you did um, a online with, um, was it with Boss Biz or with LCI? There was some, there's something anyway that you, you did middle of lockdown. And it must have been, you know, sort of difficult because you, you don't know how it's going. Because if anyone did start to laugh, you wouldn't hear the players. Yeah. And it was only the very end, wasn't it? That everyone came on, you know, like um, you no, know, like um, celebrity squares or something. You'd all come on, and everyone's waving, and oh, so and so's there, and so and so's there, and all you can do is sort of mild. That was brilliant, you yeah. know, and that's that's your validation then, and that's where you go, phew, you know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So let's just move on. So the broken chair, they opened the show. They were awesome, and then we moved on to the Oikers. So the Oikers were just a five piece that night. There's normally more of us, but for whatever reasons, only five of us uh, could get to that performance. And yeah, it was it was our first in-person uh, show as a troupe. And it was actually only our second time of getting together in person to do improv. How did you and Saki feel about it? We we loved it. We were we were super pumped. I mean, beforehand, beforehand, beforehand. We were just excited. I think we were excited to get out there. I think for us, the the biggest thing going into it, I think, looking back, the thing we were most concerned about was timings, like getting the game timings right, getting our getting our intro. So we'd worked it out that each game we were going to play couldn't go over five minutes. And that included the introduction to the game. So I introduced the first game. So I knew that I had to introduce us as a team and I had to introduce the game we're playing and give some good game time with enough time to get a few different suggestions because one, six, eight was an opening game. So as much as you're enjoying the experience, you've got all these things going through your head and I wasn't looking a clock or anything like that. I was just trying to feel it out. We'd practiced online doing these things quite a few times and just get a feel for the game and the timings of the game. Uh, but then it's a different experience because there's a live audience and, and they're responding to things that don't get responded to in your, in your rehearsals. I was just saying throwaway comments in like my introduction and stuff, and it was getting a laugh. And when there's a laugh, you have to you have to let the laugh breathe. You can't just then like carry on if there's a laugh. You have to let the laugh settle down and then carry on. So that factored into the timing. But I think, yeah, I think we were concerned about the timing, and we were just concerned about giving people a good show. Well, you, you certainly did. I mean, obviously there was there was you, there was Saki, there was Liz, there was Dave, and there was Mark. And I'd spoken to Liz, Dave, and Mark beforehand, and they were like really excited about it um and yeah 168 obviously 168 is the 168 whatever the audience suggests it can be lawyers i don't know morticians uh yeah. dancers anything yeah and then you have to say 168 blah blah walk into a bar the barman says and then that's where the joke is so that's like a pawn 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 isn't it that's that's something yeah. that it is you know, and it, it did really get a good laugh, and I loved the way 
the audience were like sort of, you know, uh, really enthusiastic about shouting. Yeah, they know, were. Uh, given the, given the um, suggestions and everything. And I think what, what really sort of makes the the improv, making it up on the spot sort of stuff come to life is when you, you've got that live audience and they really throw you with things that, like, yeah. we, we practice these games all the time. Yeah. But when someone with a completely different way of thinking throws something completely new, I think we had zoologists at one point and I was like, I've never, never had that suggestion. And that was mine. Sorry, that was man. yours. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that brief moment of, Ooh, I really need to make my brain work hard here. I think a zoologist. And when we play the game as well, it, I think every time I've sort of played the game with LCI, it's always been a profession, but I prefer to play the game where it's not just a profession. It could be an object or a person like a famous person or whatever, but all of the suggestions were, um, professions that night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which, is, yeah. which is fine and, and that that's the cool thing you know because that's what the audience wanted and then i was so i love that game but at the yeah. same time because i was in charge of that game i was not just getting my head in in the game of puns i was keeping my head in there right i need to think about the timing and yeah. making sure that this doesn't overrun and blah 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 yeah yeah I, I, and i think it works really well with having different people introduced the games and all so what was the second one um what was the second one i i can't even remember i i know 168 was our start and i know themed restaurant was our planned finish um entrance and exit oh yeah enter and exit and then questions only and then improv olympics oh sorry not improv olympics oh, um, oh domestic olympics. domestic olympics was, uh, that's the word was was just so funny um i love uh, the first time i saw um domestic olympics in like sort of on stage was online when i watched it on youtube and um you know the the oh let's freeze there and let's rewind back and you did yeah. you did a bit of that i'd never seen that before and that's that's <laughs> brilliant that just looks so good well on stage. that was our first time ever doing that in person we okay. never even when we had our one get together in person in the summer, we didn't play that game. And we, we love that game. It's like a staple of our Oikas sessions and like Liz and Dave are so good in their roles of sort of actually acting it all out. And you know, Liz brought her sweatbands and she got a cheer she just did. for putting her sweatbands on, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, she always has to have a prop, doesn't she, Liz? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mark and I, you know, we'd we'd played that game a few times, practicing, but it's very different when you just switch off your camera and you're just the voice. But then it's like, yeah. oh, we're actually stood on stage, so we're just here as the voices, but we're, we're kind of part of the scene as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I, I just thought like sort of all of, all the games were were really good and well received, and and were snappy and were you know. It it didn't go it didn't go on or whatever you know you five minutes you kept did you keep to the to the five minutes did you yeah well in fact we kept Absolutely. so well to our time yeah yeah um that you got another game didn't you? we got another game because uh, the broken chair didn't use all of their time 
So Emma just yeah. threw in, you can have another game. And then we decided to do New Choice. And I've no idea why we did that game, because it's not even like a regular game we do. And we had this list of games that didn't quite make the cut that were going to be understudy games. And for some reason, we did New Choice. Which didn't somebody shout that as a suggestion? maybe i don't know but we did it and then as soon as the scene started i think it was dave and i on stage and then I, in my head i'm like this is like a two person game like <laughs> but there's five of us and then we made it work others started yeah. coming in seki kind of took the role of like new choice um but oh she was loving it yeah well i think what she did a great <laughs> job of as well is because she knows our strengths yeah. She was able to shout not just new choice, but new action, new action, yeah. things like that, things that she thought yeah. w- that we would do well with. Um, yeah. So that's what actually I said then. Usually when I play new choice, it's not my favorite game, but because it was just because it's I've only played just new choice, but new action, new emotion. Yeah. You know, and, and all that, that is brilliant. That adds it, you know, and, and I thought, oh, yeah, I like that. You know, it was good. And the game that I was really excited to play in front of an audience was Themed Restaurant. That's one of my favorite games to play. Yeah. And, you know, we had uh, Chrissy Kitchener come out of the, the crowd and play that one with us because one of our oikas that was supposed to be in the middle wasn't able to make it. Sadly, Jenna couldn't make it to the show. Um, and uh, Seki and I came with Chrissy. She came in the car with us. So we were just chatting en route and then we sort of said hey if you want to fill in just come on uh, so she filled in for the game and for anyone that's listening that is unfamiliar it's basically two people are sat at a restaurant for some reason they're given a relationship to be just be sat and then there's a theme given and people come in as the waiters etc and it all has to be linked to the theme somehow in what they say it's basically just lots of wordplay lots of puns uh, based on whatever the topic is. And now our topic was suggested as detectives, I, detectives, yeah. I think. Yeah. Which, again, completely threw me because I don't really know a lot about detective things. So <laughs> the brain was, just, I was just stood there really going into overdrive thinking, what do I know about detectives? Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was good because, um, you know, I had some in my head and some people, some people come on and say it, you know what I mean? Go, oh, yeah, 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 they got they got my one or, or whatever. But there was some that come on. Like, I think Dave, Dave's very f- funny with, like, his, his expressions, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he comes on and I think you laugh before he says anything because, you know, he's he's got something up his sleeve um, to, to give you. Um, and, and sometimes, like, he laughs at, you know, himself. <laughs> his own so you know yeah yeah he's just really really funny yeah uh and mark comes on and he'll be like so sometimes mark will start and you jump so there's like a real good dynamic of them um, characters or whatever in that and i think really the good. the audience was so good that i came on for one bit and I hadn't even said anything yet. And people were just laughing because I just stood there. I think, what was I doing? I was giving out pies. I think I, I came in with a tray and I, I was just stood there and I was just handing out some pies. And I think the joke ended up, it was all to do with detectives. And I was saying, that's 
a mince spy that's an apple spy yeah. that's a cherry spy something <laughs> like that but it didn't matter what i said because everyone was already laughing so much by the way that i had just come and stood there and started handing these things out i was just like oh, yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> that's what's yeah. great about a live audience they're picking exactly. up yeah. tiny little things the physicality because i think that's where like sort of you know like edits of like literally somebody just comes on with a physicality someone else comes on with the physicality doesn't say anything and then there's an edit sweep and that's funny yeah <laughs> you, you know you wouldn't have to do that on zoom no no not at all um so yeah the oika session was great and then we led into the interval now the interval was pretty hectic for me because i was really um hoping that i could get around people and get interviews and stuff so i didn't really get to sort of sit back and relax and think, oh, great, I've done my bit, I can relax, because I was just like, oh, let's go speak to this person and get an interview. Let's go speak to that person and get an interview. Um, but then afterwards, I was really pleased because I think the interview stuff turned out really well. Well, I, I um, you know the way you do the snippets of, of like, sort of next week's yeah. podcast? Um, obviously, it was like Back to the Future, isn't it? It will have... <laughs> Yeah, you you won't have heard at the moment. Yeah, you will have heard. I don't know. You will have heard. Yeah, but nah, whatever. But anyway, um, I just thought the energy and everything. You know, it was almost like a backstage, the rumble of you know, yeah, the audience. Like although, like as though it was at um, like an after show party, which after after all, you know, it it could have been. You know, although it was in the interval, it it sounded like that, and you could hear the people that you played on obviously on that snippet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just, it, I think the energy is really good and I'm really looking forward to listening to it. And, you know, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a, re a really good, thing. yeah, a, a real good sort of podcast um, subject, really, you know, just to get that actual on the day feeling, Yeah, you know, interviews and things like that. Because people are, you know, a buzzing, still buzzing, aren't we? Yeah, totally. Right. And, and that's yeah. the thing. I had this idea of doing it, and I didn't know how it would turn out. I wasn't there with a podcast mic or anything. I literally just had my phone. I've got a relatively good app on my phone for recording things, and I thought, this might work well. And, yeah, it did. It worked really well. Yeah, because uh, I was saying, where's the, where's the intersecting? Oh, she's, he's, uh, he's over there, and I could just see you with your phone like that. Or somebody, <laughs> you know. With your phone out, yeah. For the people who can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then the interval finished, and we were treated to a boss bird set. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was really good as well because, um, I mean, for one, they looked really good. Hannah McGowan had done uh, their new t-shirts, and some had had fleeces on as well. So. Yeah. You know, they looked really good, as you did with your Oikers different coloured <laughs> t-shirts, by the way. Thanks. Um, yeah, and so they started off with, um, there's quite a few of them. Uh, they had a good, a good turnout. Uh, some people that we haven't seen for a while. I know Helen, um, it was the first time Helen had done an actual gig with the Boss Birds, and one of their first actual gigs as well. Yeah. Um, so I've been talking to a few of them and they were all, you know, buzzing, Jen as well. Um, and so they did a likeable, didn't they? It was called the likeable, which is um, asking the audience what they like. And yeah. I know loads of different suggestions coming out. Um, 
so it's a bit like when you do a rant or a monologue or whatever and you know you get the the, the theme of it from a conversation in a likable with the audience um so yeah theirs was i know one of them was liz had said she likes to go to the lake district but doesn't like walking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was funny so the boss birds obviously jumped on that and i think one of the one of the um the scenes was where they were sitting there i think it was helen and Ange, um, and they were um they had these boots that you know uh, these boots aren't made for walking type thing. <laughs> and there's a lot of physicality there. Again, a lot of really good edits and things. Jen's a really good editor. Oh, very Jen good. Happy. Yeah. She's she's really good. And um, every time she does it, you know, she'll get a good laugh. So she you know she's done it at the right time. Um, and one thing I did notice as well, which is something that, um, you know, I've learned recently is, you know, there should be no dead space, should be no empty space between scenes. Yeah. You know, one person, two people go off or whatever the scene is, and then someone should come on, bang, bang, and it should start again. And that works really well because it does, as an audience member, again, you're learning more as in, in person's uh, um, gigs and things. You know, I'm, I know the theory of not having dead space. But as an audience member, I felt uncomfortable when it looked as though at one point, oh, who's going to come on now? Yeah. Not uncomfortable, but, you know, that just like sort of moments have, oh, okay, are the, are the, uh, oh, oh, yeah, and then he jumped on, and it was like, ah, right, okay, again, <laughs> another sort of, right, I get that. And you I know. think with the bus birds as well, I mean, so there were eight of them performing, and... Of those eight, a lot of them are really good teachers of improv. So yeah. it's, it's great to see like these people, you know, that really know their stuff, putting it into practice. Because yeah. I think I think that's I, I, I spoke to Emma on the night because, you know, most of my experience of Emma is as the teacher in that role. And I, I only get to see brief bits of her playing here and there. And whenever I do, I'm, I'm always so impressed. So to see that sort of that whole set and just seeing her out of the teaching role and just back actually doing what she's really good at, it was great. And, you know, Becky, phenomenal teacher. Kat, awesome teacher. Jen, awesome teacher. These are people that spend so much time teaching others how to do it these days so it's great to actually see them in it and just doing it and loving it yeah yeah and they all bring different things they all bring like sort of a different dynamic you know i mean um it, and it's, it was great to see emma because obviously emma struggled recently with it with her back or whatever yeah. to step, take a step back a little bit but for her to come on and just sort of you know be able to be, um, you know, where she wants to be on, on the stage, which is really good to see. Because, um, you know, characters' accents, she always brings it. Yeah. You know, don't you, you know, the, the accents that you... Um, and, uh, yeah, there was a, 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 good, a good mix and a good support. And, you know, there was, there was different sorts of scene partners and then they'd, they'd, 
speak now. It was almost as though they were in, intuitive. You yeah. know, right, okay. He'd been like, I'll jump on now and someone else. I just thought it was really, really slick. Yeah, it and was... they, used, they used the room as well, didn't they? They went yeah, running they were uh, in around the did audience. That quite a few times, which is really funny because I was videoing it. Hell, um, Hannah McGowan, her phone had something that happened with a tripod or whatever. So uh... anyway, she she asked me to to um, video it on the phone, you know, record it. So I'm like sort of, you know, having to stand up, look, look around, and everything. <laughs> we did that quite a few times, you know. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it was just, um, I just thought it was a, a brilliant uh, long-form type group. Yeah, you know, it, was, it was spot on. And so like Ange and Andre, we'd seen them earlier in Broken Chair, and so they were double duty that night. And yeah. it was just cool because, you know, Boss Birds, they're doing their long-form, Broken Chair do their long-form, but they're different styles you know each yes. group has their personality and i loved that they yeah. were able to sort of switch up what they were doing depending on who they were doing it with yeah yeah and yeah i, I think if you looked at like sort of that um you know broken chair oikers boss beds as you said it was very much like sort of um diverse it wasn't as though oh this is a little bit like uh boss um broken chair or whatever it wasn't it was it was really good using a different style of, of long form or, or whatever. And um, I think it just gave, I know there was a few people there that seen, uh, hadn't seen much of improv online, not played or whatever. I think it was yeah. just a, a friend of somebody, I think it might have been Aldon Hughes' friend. And um, they just said they were enthralled by it, the words was enthralled. Oh, nice. You know, so, you know, that that's a, that's a, a good response, isn't it, to somebody yeah. there? for the first time yeah and it yeah it was enthralling it was it was just so cool to just sit back and, and watch these people just having a great time and doing improv justice i think i think you just feel proud as well because you're looking you know i was looking around and i was looking at everyone's like sort of reactions and smiles and laughing and oh and yeah ah, and, e, and you know and all that um, but then seeing people on the stage who are your mates, yeah, you felt really proud. You know what I mean? You, you, I, I did. I felt proud, Dad. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> like well, doing well, you know, like people like Hannah. Hannah has always impressed me with her characters. You know, whenever yeah. we're doing improv on Zoom, she just brings the Zoom box to life with these characters. And I was like, oh, how cool is it to see it in person? Because it's not just a face in yeah. a box; it, it's a whole body. The whole body yeah, is in character. Yes, she's always on the floor, upside down. <laughs> anyway, you know, there's photographs on them um, from uh, improv in the park where she's upside down on a fisherman's chair. Now that's some going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was great to, to sort of to to finish the boss bird set, and then the boss birds led. They each took turns leading games in a, a jam where we had people that had been in the audience and some people that had been performing in some of the different groups. Yeah, Just, you have to put your name down, didn't you? And if you were, you know, if you were interested in doing yeah. any of the scenes, and then they just chose names at random 
to um, to do the different types of games. There's quite a few games as well. Yeah, it was good. Uh, a different boss bird led each game, and people were just called out, and the the fun commenced. So you got called up uh, to take part in the jam. Yeah. So XZ, which is the game where you um, are given a letter to start off with, and then each sentence in the scene, there was three people. Um, there was me. There was um, I think his name Jarv from Jarv from uh, Broken Chair, and uh, one of the newbies. Who I think it's called Michael. Michael, yeah, Michael. I've, I've um, actually done a couple of scenes with him. Um, in a drop-in as well, which which is really good to see, because you know they're doing really well. Yeah. Um, you know, and doing their own sort of drop LCI beginners, uh, session six. I think it's a course, is it or something six, six week or something like that? Yeah. So I, yeah. I think they're starting their second course at some point. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so you know, you can see a difference in Michael there, and uh, he's doing really, really well. Um, so yeah, so that was a one way you had to start off. Say, we started off at L, you had to say sentence a sentence, and then the next person would have to say sentence again with M, <laughs> and, then, you know, and then finish off on, on L. Um, so yeah, we did, um, we, we did quite a funny scene there, that was good. And that was the first time that I've actually performed to an audience. Oh, really? Yeah. So how did that um, feel? Do you know what? It was, I was chomping at the bit to do it because obviously, you know, with the with watching everyone, you feel yeah. like, oh, I want to get on there and I want to get on there, you know? Um, and then I was chomping at the bit to, and then when I was on, when I was on, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't that, I wasn't that nervous. I just thought, oh yeah. I, I like this. This is this is good. This is this is what I wanted. The next step of what I've been doing for the last two, nearly two years. Um, you know, so awesome. yeah, and it was good because it was on and off, and then you know you got to see somebody else. Then in um, yeah. in another another game, we did quite a few of the. Uh, they did a pillar one as well, which is what I got called upon. Um. Uh, there was what, what other ones? There was like quite oh, a few. I I took part in two games, which was a surprise because yeah. I thought my name was in the hat. I'd get to do maybe one game. Um, yeah. So the first one I was called up to do was Stand, Sit, Lie. That's so good. Yeah, that's a uh, physical one, isn't it? I did that with Jamie Cunliffe and with Jen Hardy. And that was awesome because they're two awesome improvisers. So if nothing else, I got an opportunity to do a scene with those two who you know, I hold in very high regard as, as performers. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was a fun scene. It was a manic scene. Yeah. Always is with that, isn't it? Cause obviously the premise of the game is that um, throughout the, the scene, there should be somebody standing, sitting and lying. Yeah. And when they change position, it's up to the other person to like sort of say if Jen got up from the from lying down and sat down, then you would have to lie down. Yeah. Yeah. And carry on that scene. And so the scene naturally, was naturally. <laughs> the scene was in a hairdresser's. Uh it was just it was just a fun scene. Um 
And it was one of those things. So I endowed Jen straight away with a name. She was lying down. I called her Lila. I don't think anyone picked up on it, but I made myself laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Probably we all missed that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, that game, like finding reasons to be on the floor is, <laughs> is quite yeah. entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what other games were there? Uh, I did um, three-headed uh, interviewer thing. I love that one. I love that. Yeah, three-headed. Three-headed expert. Three-headed expert. That's what it's called. Two-headed um, expert. But we did it. Yeah, we did it with three people. So it no, was, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was that was cool because the the three people that were doing it. Um. I know Chrissy was one, Al was one. I can't remember the third person was, but I've never really seen that game that much in person. It's always online. So it's always just what they say, but they were all mimicking actions as well. So if one folded their arms, they'd all have to fold their arms. If one crossed their legs, they'd all have to cross their legs. So that was funny. Um, And I got to be the interviewer and I really like being the interviewer in that kind of game. But again, I'd never done that with an audience like that. So that was fun. Yeah, um, it was it that that was good because it was really slick as well when they do it. They were all watching each other, you know. That was yeah. real good on the thing, and they and they would like, you know, it's like as though they were sitting under uh, dryers in the air dress, air you know, and cross the legs over, and then another one yeah. did the same. You know, the three <laughs> of them were sitting in in a, in a row, weren't they? Yeah, but and then having to say one word each to as a response to the interviewer's question. Yeah. And there's always, whenever you play that game, there's always at least one moment where someone says more than one word because they get a bit confused with what's going yeah. on. But that just adds yeah. to the laughter. Or think of, I think, I think uh, one word is two, like forget. <laughs> <laughs> I know one of them did that. I thought so for, and I just don't get. <laughs> 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 So using two syllables is like sort of uh, two words. So I just in the time we need to start bringing this to a close. So just some closing thoughts about about the evening, really. Um, I know me personally, I I love the buzz of it. I loved the opportunity to perform. I loved celebrating LCI and the fact that all of these teams had come out of LCI. And I loved the possibility of like more teams to come. Like when I was going yeah. around interviewing people, I was talking to mm-hmm. people that are new to improv that are doing a beginner's course now. And I was thinking, oh, great. I wonder what these will be as a troupe yeah. one day and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just looking forward to future gigs and, and, and what many possibilities that are in store. And I think there are a lot of, a lot of possibilities because, yeah, I felt the same, same way, you know, that the evolving of, of like sort of, you know, um, the new, the newbies, and that, and how how well they're doing, and then um, I mean, after all, you know, they, yeah, I think that I think one one of the girls, Hannah, uh, not Hannah McGowan, one of the younger younger ones, uh, not the yeah. younger ones, the newer ones. Yeah. Um, she was saying that you know, oh well, you you've all been doing it for years, and I said, haven't. Yeah. I said we're well, relatively, well, <laughs> you know, as far as shows are concerned. Because of, of, of um, obviously what's happened over the last couple of years, because of shows, where shows concerned, we are we are uh, 
you know, learning as yeah. we go. Uh, you know, and uh, for instance, you know, I said that was my first one and stuff. But um, it, it, it's good to see that there is that sort of new, new batch coming in as well and yeah. putting new blood in. And, you know, and this is just going to carry on. Um, and you can just see that from what's come out of, of lockdown, when we're actually now in person, you, you know, there is, there's going to be more. There's going to be more that's going to come out of, of LCI but stay within the family of LCI. And that's what it feels like, doesn't it? Again, it just feels like family. Yeah. You know, it, it, it feels like sort of at the very end when we were all talking, I noticed that, um, you know, there wasn't sorts of pockets of people just talking and all, all just, you know, to themselves. Everyone yeah. was moving and, and genuinely interested and genuinely like sort of you know wanted to congratulate people and you know and um discuss and talk about how he felt and everything and i just you know you would look around it would be different people every time when yeah. you with you know it was really good and i think that's a, a good marker and a good sort of indicator of how comfortable you're feeling in that particular situation yeah 100 percent uh, and what you're saying about everyone was just mixing and you weren't just seeing like the oikers weren't just sat as the oikers in the corner for the night the boss birds weren't just sat as the boss birds for the night everyone was intermingling and so happy for each other and happy to see each other and i think i appreciate sort of being believed in as well so when i joined lci i didn't really know what i was letting myself in for and then as time went by, for me, it happened all through lockdown, but there was this sense of me thinking, I think I'm quite good at this. And then just thinking, I really enjoy it. And, you know, I like the buzz that I get from it. So I think, I think that's a good thing. I think I'm quite good. And then to have other people say, oh, I think you're quite good at this. And then to have someone like Emma say to us as, as a group that were doing the intermediate course, say, you guys are good at this. You should consider like becoming a team. And I just think how, how awesome to be in a community where you are lifted up like that. And you do, you get that validation. Out. Yeah. You get that validation, don't you? You know, the, the encouragement, because we've said before, and a lot of people have said on the podcast before, that, you know, Emma is is brilliant and, and you know, wants LCI to, like, sort of produce all, all this, you know, and all these exciting things. And she allows you to go, she, not allows you, but, you know, she encourages <laughs> you. She yeah. encourages you to go off and, and um, you know, um, uh, because, you know, that's the way you, that's the way you learn. That's the way, like, sort of you evolve or whatever. But then you 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 come back and and you just see the results of it and you know people's pe- people's tenacity and and you know keeping at it over over Zoom and whatever and yeah um, it's it's just something that I think we need more of these now and I know she's going to do she she's going to do more sorts of regular gym yeah. digs and because it does give people that validation it does sort of give us you know, a little bit of a jump start if you're feeling a bit of, you know. Yeah, definitely. 
doesn't it? You know, because I felt, I mean, because I didn't feel that well, to be honest. Um, and I, and um, I had to sort of gauge it as that because it was one of those where you laugh and you cough ridiculously. Um, one of those viruses. And right. I thought, shall I go? Shall I not? But I had, I had to go and I felt a little bit better and I did feel better after it, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I wasn't spreading anything. I was, it was, I was totally negative <laughs> and I'd had it for two two weeks. So don't worry. Anyone <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing anything good. Um, so, yeah. So, it's it's just something that I, I know you just said, and I've said I'm really excited. So, I'm looking forward to uh, more of that. Yeah. And then growing it bigger, bigger, bigger uh, venues. Yeah, I think it's just, it's just going to build from here. It's going to grow. Yeah. Definitely. And definitely something to look forward to. I know from my point of view, you know, it was a Friday night after a long week in school. Um, I'd been to Comic Con the week before as well. So I hadn't had like any, any rest. And it's, it's not, it's not just up the road, Liverpool, you know, to get to from yeah. Hill. It's a bit of a trek on a Friday night. The yeah. weather was awful. Um, but when we got there and did it, none of the the hassle of it, like getting there and stuff, that didn't matter at all because it was 100% and how did you worth feel, it. How did you feel? as Because there was you, Christy, and Steffi wasn't in the car on the way out. Yeah. How did you feel on the way home? Oh, we were buzzing. Like yeah, we, were, but... we were driving home through potentially the worst storm I've ever driven in trees coming at us all over the road and everything, but it didn't matter because we were, we were in a very good mood. So <laughs> it's fine. We'll just dodge these trees. Like, like there's you, nothing you, there. You were in your improv bubble. <laughs> yeah. And like we got home to, so we'd, we'd dropped Chrissy off and we come down this big country lane to get to where we live second night but we couldn't because there was a tree like in the road it completely come down and then we had to take this other route which meant that we had to dodge a lot more trees that were falling and being blown at us and stuff but it didn't matter because we were just on such a high <laughs> yeah 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 that's the way it makes you feel doesn't it yeah uh, right then well thank you very much it's been great to have you back on the show jeff thank you ian it's been great to uh to have a chance yeah. to speak to you about uh, such a great night. And I look forward to speaking to you about some improv things again soon. Definitely. Take care, mate. Take care. Well, thank you so much to Jeff. I really loved that chat because as we were talking, it really just brought all the emotions of the night back. And it was... Yeah, it was great to sort of relive it all again. And, you know, I've had a bit of time after I had that conversation with Jeff and I realized there's already so much that I'd forgotten about. So we discussed, for example, the Oikas set. And there was a game there that I, I didn't even mention, uh, What's My Line? And that was a great game and I loved playing it. And it, it was only I'd finished recording the interview and then I was just having a chat with Seki over a, over a cup of tea. And, and I was sort of breaking down the lovely chat I'd had with, had with Jeff. And we were talking about how funny it is that we focus on different things. So I was there, Seki was there, Jeff was there. We were all there on the night, but we've all come away with slightly different memories from it. 
Our, our brain seems to be tuned to remembering certain types of things more than other types of things. So it's interesting uh, just talking to other people and hearing what they remember and what they focus on compared to what you focus on from a particular thing. Um, but that was a really great chat with Jeff and it's got me excited again for live improv and shows. So we've said a few times now that this is the first of many more things to come. LCI are hoping to put on more gigs in the future and I look forward to watching, to being involved with, maybe doing more podcast episodes based on live shows. I think the the bug has really bitten me and hopefully um, it's bitten you as well and if you were unable to get to the shindig for whatever reason, hopefully the next time LCI put on a show you might be able to get there, you might be able to get involved, who knows, the it's just great to be a part of this really exciting thing and I really hope that you enjoyed this chat about it today. Now if you're interested in getting into improv or are already involved in improv and want to try out a different improv scene then all the info you need can be found at www.liverpoolcomedyimprov.co.uk you can also check us out on Facebook by searching for Liverpool Comedy Improv and on Twitter and Instagram we are at Live Comedy Improv. We have a Facebook page for the show, just look for the Liverpool Comedy Improv cast on Facebook and you'll find everything you need for the show there. We drop a trailer every Thursday with a little snippet of what's to come and then every Monday we send you a link to the new episode and you can always get the new episode if you if you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts um, but also we'll send a link from our host site to our Facebook page every week if you're a member of the LCI community and you'd like to be a guest on the show then please get in touch with me or with Emma Bird and we'll make the arrangements as soon as possible now one of the cool things about the shindig was I saw loads of performers loads of members of LCI that I hadn't met before lots of newcomers that have been doing the beginners drop-in the beginners course and i just thought instantly this is excellent there's lots of people that i can get to talk to for the podcast hopefully so uh, in the new year hopefully we'll have uh, lots of newer members of the lci community uh, as guests on the show uh, fingers crossed watch this space uh, don't forget if you're listening on apple podcasts please subscribe to the show give us a five star review anything like that really helps to boost the show and help get our name out there and if you're interested in following me on social media you can find me on facebook twitter instagram and youtube just search for at ian luke jones and at this time it's a festive time of year and on my YouTube, I've got this uh, little playlist of Christmas songs. So I used to do this charity record thing. I, I did about 10 all in all. I think there's about six or seven of them on my on my Facebook page. So just go to my, not my Facebook, my YouTube. Go to my YouTube channel and search for my Christmas songs playlist. And you'll hear various Christmas songs I've done over the years sung by school children. I'm really proud of them uh, and I would love if you would go and give them a listen. Specifically because it's, it's Christmas, you know. Uh, so there we go. Um, thank you very much for listening as always. Do come back next week. I'm going to do a little final show 
of the season next week and we're going to take a little festive break but we will be back strong in the new year uh, so hopefully I'll have you all listening next week but before I go today here are some words that as always are wise 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 always remember whatever the situation to treat life like improv and yes and